As Earth Keepers, we hold wisdom about our planet within our bodies learned through lifetimes of experience on Earth and throughout the cosmos. I'm Amy Dempster, a shamanic practitioner and your host for the Earth Keepers podcast, and I'm on a journey to reconnect with my soul family, the other Earth Keepers, grid workers, portal tenders, land stewards, and nature lovers around the world. On this podcast, you won't find gurus or dogma, just a safe space where I share personal stories from my spiritual journey. Welcome back to this week's episode of The Earth Keepers. During the month of July, we're taking advantage of these long summer days here in the Northern Hemisphere to get outside and really connect with nature on a much deeper level. And if you're following along, then you've already selected a place you'd like to work with and have visited your place twice in the past two weeks. If you've not listened to the last two episodes yet, I highly encourage you go back and listen to those first as this month's episodes each build upon the one before. And of course, you can just listen along with this current series on deepening your connection with a place in nature, and I'm sure you'll learn plenty, but you will learn so much more if you actively participate. And don't worry if you're a week or two behind or you're not listening to these episodes in live time at all. You can join in on the fun whenever you're ready. And I would love it even more if you shared your experiences or insights with us over at the Following Hawks Earthkeepers community on Facebook. If you're not already in our community, there's nearly 2,500 other Earthkeepers just hanging out, asking questions and sharing their stories and posting their photos there. So come on over and join us. Now, if you're all caught up and you're here with me in week three, that means that you are halfway through your adventure with your special place already. Hopefully, the energies in this place are starting to really open up and share with you. So this week, we're going another level deeper. And if you haven't already, you may decide to schedule a more extensive visit, a vision quest of a kind. But before we get to that, let me remind you of the special event that I'm hosting this week. On Thursday, July 22nd at 4 p.m. Mountain Time, I'll be hosting a workshop called Toning with the Earth's Grids. I will share a short presentation about why toning is such a great tool to have in your healing kit, how to find your own unique tone, even if you don't have a great singing voice, and how to work with the frequency of divine love to remove distortions and raise lower vibrations. And then We'll link up our energy and tone to the Earth's grids. I heard from so many of you after the last workshop that you had some seriously magical experiences when you started toning during your healing work or out in nature as part of your meditation or journey practices. So I really hope you'll come join me on Thursday. The link to RSVP is in the show notes. And yes, it will be recorded. But if you want the recording, you do need to register in advance. Okay, on to this week's topic. We are going to talk about working with symbols, light codes, and sacred geometry, all of which can take on different forms. And as per usual, just let the information sink into your awareness to see 
what you personally feel called to experiment with. Let's start with receiving light codes. And what even are light codes? Well, the sun is an intelligent being, just like the earth is. It's also experiencing the ascension process, just like we are and just like the earth is. So information or codes flow out from source through the central sun or galactic center and then into our sun and then down to earth. So light codes are just information. They're telling our bodies and the earth what's now available to us. Should we be so interested in engaging with them? The codes flow down from the sun through our pillar of light into our body, through our crown chakra, and then out into the earth to be activated. From the earth, the codes can come back up into our body. They can flow out into the grids. They can stay in the earth, whatever it's most needed. These codes help to activate our additional strands of DNA, sometimes called junk DNA. They help unlock new timelines and help us access the other multidimensional versions of ourselves. The more you do this work with the sun and with the earth, the more you'll be able to perceive some of these subtle things happening in your environment. That's your DNA switching on. And although all of this happens unconsciously, you can consciously connect with the sun and set an intention to receive all of the codes for your highest and best purpose in service of the collective ascension. Yet another great excuse to lay in the sun and consciously receive light codes. Okay, now we're going to move from receiving to activating. And in this case, activating or unlocking the living library. If you haven't listened to my podcast episode about the living library, you might want to do that this week for an extensive explanation about how it all works to unlock information between us and the earth. But in short, our physical body, light body, and energetic body are all keys that can unlock the living library. And all of the codes, or that is, everything there is to know about life on earth, is held both within the earth and in our bodies. There's a lot of information that can be shared or released from the earth to other dimensions, other planets, other locations, or that could be in service to life on earth. But it takes a human being to unlock that information. Yep, we are the key. And similarly to working with the sun, if you want to unlock the living library and share the codes held within, you need to set your intention to do so. And then this unlocking process may or may not happen instantly. And you may or may not be aware of it when it happens. Again, the partnership between our bodies and the earth is so seamless that It's often happening very naturally and easily without a lot of fanfare here on the physical plane. But as you're working with a particular place in nature, you may find yourself encountering specific energies that want to work with you because you are the key they need to access specific information. And this is not in some weird, creepy attachment spirit kind of way where they want to drain your energy or take things from you. Because remember, Organic beings should make you feel expansive and co-creative, 
never controlling or restrictive. And although it's a special opportunity for the two of you to work together, if they're feeding your ego or putting you on a pedestal or are incredibly pushy or demanding, that is a real good clue that this is an inorganic energy you're dealing with because the frequency of source is love. And that's what you should feel in your interactions with spirits who are working for the highest and best good of earth and humanity. Not so much sappy, syrupy, movie style love, but the frequency of love. I shared my experience with Bigfoot when they requested a partnership or merging to share information between us on a past episode that I'll link to in the show notes. But they were very patient with this process. They answered all of my questions and had no issue when I said, let me think about this until my next visit. So use your own discernment when a new being steps forward and asks to share energy with you. Does this feel like an energy that you would want to interact and share information with? Because this energy exchange won't necessarily be conscious where they ask you a question and you give them an answer. They're going to kind of merge with your energy to be able to receive information, but they're also doing the same with you. It's a big deal for them to allow you access to their energy too. And remember, if this feels like a good aligned energy to work with, it's probably just another fragment of your oversoul, which means it's you in another timeline trying to work with you in this timeline. Because We're powerful beings of the light, and this is how we get stuff done. Cool, right? Okay, so now let's shift to working with symbols and sacred geometry, which could be an entire episode or more, all on its own. But the entire universe is built on sacred geometry. Your body, the earth, water, trees, rocks, you name it. We are all organized on a framework of geometry. Some common symbols that I'm sure you're familiar with are things like pyramids, circles, cubes, spirals, and the infinity symbol, which is an incredibly powerful symbol all on its own. In fact, a friend of mine who does Eden Earth Energy Medicine told me that when you have an injury, you can just spend a few minutes tracing the infinity symbol over your injury to rebalance your body in that area. And you know what? It totally works. So try it sometime and see how you feel. You may also be familiar with the Merkaba, which is two inverted triangles, or rather pyramids. The Merkaba is the shape of our energy field, and it allows us to program our field and travel interdimensionally. Now, you may find that you have guides who will give you symbols in your journeys with them. And ask you to place them somewhere specific in the landscape or your own body. There are some beings who will speak to you through symbols or shapes, which requires some deciphering or remembering on your part. You may find symbols carved into sacred places or may feel called to mark things yourself in a non-permanent way, of course. You could draw a symbol in dirt with a stick or a crystal. You could arrange stones or leaves or flowers in a specific shape. This is a fun way to get creative with the energies of the place that you're working. Archangel Metatron's cube contains every shape in the universe, and they're the building blocks of all physical matter. 
you can call on him to work with you if you're feeling called to sacred geometry and symbols. And much like sound, symbols also bypass the thinking brain. So instead of trying to figure out what they mean, feel into what they mean in the specific context of how they're coming to you. Ask, what do I need to know about this? And then feel your way through it. It would be nice if I could just make a key for you and explain what every symbol means, but it's not that simple. Symbols are often transmitting a frequency rather than a specific message. Or rather, the frequency is the message. And that's why you often just need to receive them, not understand them. And as I discussed in one of my past episodes, many symbols have been hijacked or manipulated over the years. So it's not particularly helpful to go back to an older understanding of a symbol. Just know that you're receiving what you need to receive at this moment in time. Okay, have I given you some fun food for thought for this week's visit? As always, you should follow your intuition. So if you're guided to do something else this week, just do that. But here are some suggestions for how to connect with your spot on your next visit. This week, you're going to do a bit more pre-planning to find out if the energies there would like you to visit at any particular time of day or any particular length of time. Tune in before your visit and ask if there's any specific tools you should bring or any preparation you need to do ahead of time. Ask if there's a specific time of day you need to be there. Sunrise, sunset, maybe after dark to interact with the stars. How long should this visit be? And as we've done each week, be sure to bring an offering and whatever item represents your energy signature when you visit. Ask the guide who is working with you to join you. And when you arrive, take some time to wander around a bit to feel into the energy there until you find a spot where you feel comfortable sitting for a bit. Once you get settled, take a few minutes to ground your energy and connect with the earth and the spirits there. Then ask if there are any symbols or geometry that are held in this place that want to be shared with you. You can draw in your notebook anything that feels like it's coming through or create these symbols in that non-permanent way in that space. Spend some time consciously connecting with the sun and receiving any codes that are in alignment for you. And of course, thank the spirits there and record any notes or experiences in your journal when you feel complete. And there's a link in the show notes to this week's checklist if you'd like to print it out and take it with you. Of course, I would love, love, love to hear about your experiences in the Following Hawks Birthkeepers community on Facebook if you feel like sharing your photos and stories with us. I can't wait to hear about the magic you and the spirits of this place are co-creating. And of course, if you're ready to go deeper into connecting with the spirits of the land and doing healing work with the earth, I would love to have you join us in the Earth Tenders Academy. In this online course, you'll connect even more deeply with the energy of the land where you live, work with the spirits of the land there, and learn how to do healing work in partnership with those spirits. The Earth Tenders Academy is an online course with nine modules chock full of video lessons for me, along with guided meditations to experience each subject for yourself. We meet together live twice a month to practice our skills, including one call every month where we do a reading and a healing with a house or a piece of land together, and then compare our notes. These calls are the number one way that students tell me they learn to really trust their own intuitive knowings and practice receiving subtle communication from spirit. 
These practice sessions will get you trusting your intuitive guidance and channeled messages in no time. There is a link in the show notes to learn more about the Earth Tenders Academy and join us. Okay, that's it for this week's episode. I will see you right back here next Tuesday for the final week in this series. Thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to the Earth Keepers podcast. I'm so honored to share this journey with you. I would love it if you join me and other Earth Keepers from around the world in the Following Hawks Earth Keepers community on Facebook. To find the show notes, additional resources, or learn more about working with me, go to earthkeeperspodcast.com. Until next time, I'll see you in the multiverse. Mm-hmm.